Aloha and welcome everyone to the Best Hawaii podcast. And joining me this week is Keeping It Rel. <laughs> and she is a sought-after creator, chef, um, nurse practitioner over on the island of Maui. And your YouTube channel is huge. Uh, tell everybody, you know, how that all began, how many followers you have now. <laughs> yeah, hi. Um, I'm Rel, born and raised on Maui. Um, I grew up in the kitchen cooking with my mom. I'm, I'm not a chef. My mom is not a chef. She baked and like home baker, totally did all those things. Like she would make um, treats for me to take to school, like every holiday to give to my friends and my teachers. So it was always baking cookies or desserts. And I was totally the one in the kitchen stirring, sneaking bites of cookie dough. Don't do that. But that was me <laughs> or sitting in front of the oven, like just waiting for it to be done. Um, and growing up, I was such a picky eater, like sweets. I got that. I'm all about it, but you know, healthy and other types of food, I was very picky. And I knew when I had kids that I wanted to be able to serve them other things so that hopefully they wouldn't be picky eaters like me. So I kind of just taught myself how to cook and try to make all these different things so that I could serve it to them. And then when I would go to parties and take it, families pre-COVID families were always like hey how'd you make that and I would tell them the recipe and then I thought if there was some place or some way I could do this to just put it all in one place and whoever wants it can have it and we can share and we can all learn that would be so awesome and granted I knew nothing about any of this I talked to me about medicine I got you but this was like oh my goodness I don't know anything so I did some research and I was like okay we could do a food blog and it started as that and I was like okay well we can do social media and YouTube and Instagram and all that and I kind of just hit the ground running not really knowing what I was doing or thinking that it would be anything like this and here we are almost two years later and it's become something a whole lot bigger than I ever thought it was I thought I was just going to be sharing it with my family and friends and now I've got people from all over the world being like oh my gosh I made your dish and I love it and that's just so inspiring for me if I can get people to cook in the kitchen like I'm not a chef but hey I'm a working mom of two and I still can put dinner on the table so can you you don't need to go out and eat I try my best to try and put some healthy things in there because yes I work in the medical field and that would be great but if I can get other moms and dads to cook like that's that's my goal so now I'm like full going <laughs> trying to get that out there so is your mission with the uh, recipes that you share to have like the fewest amount of ingredients or to showcase Hawaiian food or so my my big thing is is traditional Hawaiian food and local food I mean I want to share with the world how good like we're a melting pot of so many different cultures and cuisines and people don't really understand Hawaii well it's very much mocked up as the tourists you know and, and you know the classic things and maybe you think some things are classic so it's, it's it's an education piece as well to try and get it out there so it's kind of three big audiences the locals who cook local food anyway and they just want you know want to learn how to make it the people who lived in Hawaii and then moved to the mainland who now are like I really want to make this how do I make it or I want to make it for my kids or I can't find that ingredient, help me. And then also the people who live in the mainland who have zero connection to here, mm. but want to learn more about it and want to make more food. So I think my biggest thing would be inspiring people to cook and also education, teaching people more about Hawaii and how awesome food, how much awesome food we have here. Mm -hmm. How do you decide what you're going to feature? 
it initially it really started as just the things I always make. Like my first post was um <laughs> it was a pasta, it was a chicken pasta. And I was like, why was I trying to do a Hawaiian food recipe site? And that was the first thing I put up, but I don't know. And now it's gotten, I really niched down to let's stick with local food. I've done, you know, a lot of the traditional Hawaiian, but big part of Hawaii cuisine, Japanese, Chinese, Portuguese, Filipino, Korean, you know, Puerto Rican. And so trying to branch out to that. I try to pick what's in season. I mean, it's a little different here in Hawaii, uh, but, and then if there's any holidays, I try to stick with that. But more, it's I have this huge list of things that I make or that I want to learn how to make and share. And I kind of almost randomly <laughs> pick. I like that. Oh, yeah, that one's good. And kind of what I have time to do, I guess, because some things take longer. I really try to batch record my stuff. So I, I have kids and I have work. So I try to make time. So I can't do like three difficult recipes all on the same day because that would be harder so I kind of try and mix it up like that mm. I try to hit different cuisines I don't want to be doing like all Japanese well, maybe that would work but like all Japanese recipes for like three weeks straight <laughs> try and mix it up like that I don't know if there's a rhyme or a reason to how I do it mm-hmm. you just know that it's going to taste good <laughs> and I hope so and anyway it's kind of easy <laughs> Yeah, awesome. I, definitely. I don't want any super fan. And I'm not super fancy. I, like I said, I'm not a chef. But if these things are simple and quick and weeknight dinners, like if, at the end of the day, you know, everybody's tired and just wants to get food on the table. If you can get your family to sit down and eat dinner with you and talk story about your day, that's a huge win. We're, we live such busy lives, despite of what the world is like now, where some of us are still really busy. And so I value that family time that food brings. Mm-hmm, definitely. And so you kind of acknowledge that you're in the medical field and you're a mom and you're busy. Um, how did social media and doing the videos come about? And your photos, do you take those pictures? Because they are excellent. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, you know, until very recently, I did everything by myself. Write the recipe, write the blog post, take the picture, edit it shoot the video as a one person, edit those videos, and then take care of email and social media, like everything. And and when I first started, I was doing three recipes a week. And I stuck that out for a good, I don't know, six, eight months, maybe. And I kind of burnt myself out. So I I cut back a little bit. And then even over the holidays, it got really slow. But I knew I wanted consistency, and it kind of to force me to do it. And I've, I had this mantra that I I needed to be superwoman. I needed to do it by myself. And I know that's not a correct mindset of how to do it. So I finally branched out and I have some really good friends helping me with the recording and the editing of my videos. So that's the very first step. I started to get some help and it's way better. I know people can take better pictures and better videos. So that's the first step. And maybe I can branch out a little bit and do some other stuff. And there's only so many hours in the day. I know, I know I can't do it all. So, wow. yeah. And so what did you launch first? Was it the YouTube channel or the kinda, Instagram? Yeah, it kind of all came together. So I, I, I knew I wanted the blog. And with that, I wanted a video. Because when I was reading a lot, a lot of the recipes that rank well on Google. So if somebody types in lily koi butter, you know, 
and something pops up, your goal is, you know, when people look for it, you want to end up at the top so people can see it and learn it. And I had read through a lot of things that videos would work well. And so I knew from the get go, I wanted good photos and good videos. So I did that. But I knew it took time for it to move up in Google. And so in order to have other people see it, I figured social media would be a, um, a help in that. I had my own personal one, nothing big or anything like that. So I kind of just told my family and friends on my own Instagram, like, hey, I'm making a blog. Like, this is it. Check it out if you want. And, <laughs> you know, over half of my friends and family who follow me on Instagram, that very first post automatically followed me on there. So that was really cool. Um, and it's kind of just been a, a learning process. I Sure, I took pictures of my kids on my phone and things like that, but never food photography or anything like that. So it was watching a whole lot of YouTube videos. Um, I took a few courses online just to learn like um, the backside of blogging, you know, like how it works and what you need to do to have it be successful and not just slap things on because nobody's going to see it. All that hard work, if you don't do it how you're supposed to do it, then it's kind of pull like that. <laughs> Oh, crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, so what are your favorite things to make? I feel like you like to make sweets, but... Yes, I, <laughs> I feel very comfortable baking. I, I That's like, liquid bars are my favorite. That's actually my mom's recipe that she taught. Those are the, the I think the big thing that kind of pushed me into doing this is because that was the recipe that everybody asked for. Um, I like... Hawaiian foods or like traditional Hawaiian foods but not made in like a traditional way because I don't have time you know like Kalua pig I don't have an emu in my yard so I throw it in the instant pot and it comes out just not exactly the same but pretty darn good like luau stew in the instant pot that's so awesome and then quick and easy things that my kids will eat um, like hamburger steak and chicken katsu and chicken karage and stuff like that like easy stuff I'm not super fancy and simple, like not a lot of fancy ingredients that you can't find. I know sometimes in the mainland, people have a hard time sourcing like local ingredients, but nowadays Amazon has so many of the things that you need that you can just order and ship it straight to your house. (laughs) What are your goals now moving forward? Ah, everybody keeps asking that too and they keep asking if I would leave my day job and right now it's easy to say no I absolutely love medicine I've spent a lot of time and money to get to where I am in medicine now and I I definitely want to grow and I'm working towards figuring out how to do that and be able to keep up you know everything it's been a little bit of a struggle um, being your own boss I'm a great employee but now to be my own boss and make sure I have this this and this done um, it's been a little bit difficult I think um, but I, I, I do definitely want to grow this and and I think I'm okay getting help now which is the first step <laughs> to get there but yeah I want to I want to share as much as I can with people like I I, I didn't wake up and know how to do all these things I had to learn from somewhere so if I don't share how to make these recipes if someone didn't teach someone there's no way I know some people are protective of recipes and I get it if they don't want to share um something fine no problem but for me it's like I want to make sure I can get that out there and if that means growing this bigger so that more people can 
get a hold of it and learn I'm all about it. Mm -hmm. Have you um, monetized your YouTube? Because mm -hmm. yeah, I'm trying to recall 200 plus thousand followers. No, no way. Okay. I'm no, mine's is small. Okay, no, I have like forty. I thank you though, but no, I have like I don't know fourteen thousand. It's not that. Oh, big. okay, okay. <laughs> I think I was looking at Bryson. Um, he's a sneakerhead guy. Oh, uh, I think maybe because cool. I was looking at his YouTube, like holy crap. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Mine. It's it's been a very slow but steady uphill. I know some people have these, you know dream like events where it, they explode and they get these huge followings but for me it's been slow and steady which is good and frustrating sometimes it's nice that I wasn't thrown into something so quickly that I didn't know how to do because if I had I, I think such a big following so quickly I don't know how I would have managed all of that or kept up with the demand that having a bigger audience expects <clears throat> Um, but also it's kind of like, oh man, I've been busting my butt to do this and it's, it's been kind of slow. So it's, I mean, it has its pros and its cons, <laughs> but yes, my YouTube, um, is monetized. Awesome. Yay. That's, did you feel like, when did you feel like you reached success with this passion project? I don't know that I hit that. I mean, <sighs> I... I would think it was the moment you would start to make money from something. Yeah, you know? I get, I mean, so I think the first, the first money that, and that came through was the blog itself. So I have ads on there and that's how bloggers make money. So I know some people sometimes are like, I don't want to read all about it. I just want the recipe. Perfect. I have a button on the blog. You can click that. It'll take you straight to the recipe. Um, but we as bloggers, because it, it costs me money, right? I have to pay for the website. I have to pay for the domain name, the hosting, my time, the food cost, because I have to practice and make and things like that. So it does cost myself money. So it's nice to have something to cover the cost of that. So the blog itself brings in revenue. And then that was first. That was probably six months in. Do you use so WordPress? I do. Okay. Yeah. Cause I've been hearing WordPress is the best for that. WordPress is pretty much like the gold standard it, and WordPress makes up, I want to say some ridiculous amount and don't quote me on the percentage, but some somewhere like 60 to 80% of the internet is WordPress based um, sites. Don't quote me on that number. I know it's very high though. Um, and so, and also I had to teach myself how to do that because I knew nothing about that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm like dorky book smart, but not like <laughs> computers and things. I mean, I can run it, but not code and things like that. So I had to kind of learn how to do some of those things. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it, it, it felt more justifiable the time and the energy I put into it and it's not all about the money absolutely not in the end if this was something that couldn't bring in I think I would still do it maybe just not to the scale that I do do it because I don't I, the big issue for me was taking away time from my kids you know and I told myself when I started this that I I need to not have this take over family life because dollar for dollar sure i just stay at work that in the end that you know if it was really about the money i'll just work more hours at work because that brings in a higher revenue whereas this is something i enjoy and something i can do at home the kids can help and and my kids like to 
cook and bake with me to my daughter especially and she's younger and she's all about it she's always trying to be in there my son is more of the can I be on camera can I talk can I <laughs> but I'm, I'm kind of hesitant I I, I want to include them more online but online can be a scary place so I'm still kind of feeling that out mm-hmm. for now on the back end they're there helping but I do a lot of this at night after they go to bed and early in the morning before they wake up um, so that's, I've definitely given up some of my sleep time <laughs> for this. <laughs> what do you recommend to someone that, um, like you works a full-time job and then wants to perhaps start blogging or do a YouTube channel? Do it. Like you don't need, start somewhere. I, I'm very much the perfectionism type of person where I'm very, I, I try to plan everything out make sure everything is perfectly set before I start. Um, and you know what? It's kind of like having a kid. Like you can't really, no matter how much you plan and no matter how much you do, you, it's once it happens, it's kind of like, ah, you kind of just go with it. So if someone wants to do it, do it, like carve out as you know, the amount of time you're willing and want to spend on it. And even if that's only a couple of hours a week, great. If you only can put out one at a, once a month, once a week, great, do it, start somewhere. And you'll decide if you like it. No, no sense jump in head first to this huge thing, buy all this stuff, and then come to find out, you know, a couple of months later, you're like, mm, I don't like this. I don't want to do it. So yeah. start small, start somewhere, just start. That's like, if anybody wants any tips or any help, by all means, I'm all about it. And I, I like to teach as best I can. I'm not a professional, but I will share whatever I know. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, when people ask me for advice too, I tell them, um, to hold them accountable, they need to make a deadline. So if you're going to do it and you say you're going to release something every week, then yeah, you have to say, I'm going to do this every week. And so that's uh, one little key, I think, to success. And like you said, if you don't like it, then you, you know, or if it's not possible to do it every week, then you realize. So great. Well, yay. Yeah. I think what really comes through in everything that you do is you're really sharing a lot of aloha and you're sharing everything from the heart and, you know, with a lot of care. And so I think to me, that's how my perception of you is, you know, it's just very warm and welcoming and from the heart. So I think that's, that's great. I'm working on sharing more vulnerability might be a great word for it. Um, I being the perfectionist that I am, I always try to like, even if it's my kitchen, I try to make it clean so that when I'm cooking, but you know what? When I sit down and I think about it, nobody wants to see perfect. Nobody, that's not relatable. They want to know that I have kids and sometimes my house is crazy and sometimes it's loud and maybe I didn't wash the dishes today because there's still stuff. And you know what? There's dishes in my sink this morning. I know because I didn't do it last night, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think I, I have to overcome that a little to share more about me in that way and that it's more relatable and people can connect and not think that I'm this superhero person who, Oh my God, how do you do it? Because it's not, and I'm not. And just like any other mom and employee, you know, but if you really put your mind to it, there's, you can do anything. Mm-hmm. And so that's my goal. That's one of my big goals. One thing share. I think, you could do is you could um share outtakes I know. <laughs> or even um if something didn't come out good yeah like I, I had a up you know this jello or whatever <laughs> I think at first I was very scared to do that because 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 I'm not a chef 
I felt like sharing those mistakes would discredit me and my credibility would tank because I felt like people were already like, well, she's not a chef and now if she messes this up then. But in speaking to so many people, most people are like, no, that just makes it more relatable and tells me that, you know, that, hey, you mess up and I can do that. And if I mess up, that's okay. I can try again. I had made toast toast okay I burnt toast the other day like I put it in and then went to go help my daughter brush her hair and get ready and I came back and I was like are you serious like who burns toast (laughs) and I took a picture of it and I posted it in my story and I was like and so many people commented back saying it's great to know that you burned toast too and I was like yeah well I'm not perfect yes I burnt my toast but you know what just scrape it off and you're good to go (laughs) awesome Oh, when I think that's good too to acknowledge that you feel, you know, that you want to show your vulnerable side. And so it does make you a real person. <laughs> working on it. Working yeah. On it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining me. And I really appreciate you taking the time. And I enjoyed uh, learning more about you as well. So yeah, awesome. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. And if anyone has any questions or wants to learn how to make something, let me know. I'm totally down for ideas of what's next because <laughs> sooner or later I'm going to be stuck with, oh man, what do I make now? <laughs> yeah. And let um, our listeners know how they can follow you or subscribe to you. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram at keeping.it.rel. All the rest of my social media, Facebook, Pinterest, um, I have a Twitter, but I'm not on there too much. Is that keeping it real? No, no dots. Um, And on YouTube, keeping it real as well. And then all my recipes with written instructions, directions, ingredients, and the history of it and stuff like that is at keepingitrel.com. Great. And rel is spelled R-E-L-L-E. Correct. (laughs) Thank you.